Metro, Damen, Halle, Farm, Berlin, Metro, Damen, Halle, Farm, Berlin, Metro, Damen, Halle, Farm. Come on down here. See the trailer. Go down the dirt road. You'll see another big trailer. We've got everything you need here at Billy Mitchell Diamond Hollow Farm. We've got fake diamonds. We got cubic sequoias. We got gold. We got silver. We got everything you need at Billy Mitchell Diamond Hollow Farm. If you want romance, it's right here at Billy Mitchell Diamond Hollow Farm. All you got to do is grab your lady. You see the trailer on 24, you turn right, you go down the dirt road, you'll see a trailer. Fucking bring your woman in here, and I will show her all the beautiful accessories we have to bedazzle her. Because I want to make a sale, motherfucker. Come on down here. We'll take 50% off anything we got at Billy Mitchell Diamond Hollow Farm. Billy Mitchell Diamond Hollow Farm. Come see me. That's not it. That's supposed to be a ghost. <laughs> but it just sounded like a, a little old lady that's uh, not quite all there and is maybe cold and needs a blanket. <laughs> to record a Halloween episode today, uh, but I guess we uh, are failing at everything. <laughs> uh, but this is a spooky episode. Uh, I've got candles lit, tallow candles lit all over my room. Uh, the room is dark, and it's very dimly lit, and uh, there are spiders in the corners, and uh, there are creepy crawly things right outside my window like werewolves and uh, there's a full moon out so there's lots of creeps uh, including my dog peanut just walking I see her walking right outside in the neighbor's yard hopefully they won't have any I got I got bitchy neighbors <laughs> they'll probably start bitching at me about peanut running around over there nothing worse than neighbors right uh, you have neighbors that like they don't like anything you do, you know, like if you let your grass go for a couple of weeks, they're like, oh, you got to cut your grass. Like, I'm not in an HOA. Fuck you, motherfucker. I'm going to let my grass grow. Fuck you. Like, and then the neighbors across the street from me, there's, they're like, they're just very stuck up. They're just very stuck up and it gets on my nerves. <laughs> they won't talk to you. They won't do nothing. They're just over there like in silent judgment over here of us uh, well anyway this is the halloween episode we're at my cold dark house right now it's empty it's just me and in the spirits um just the spirits that are visiting me during this podcast uh this is biscuits buttered halloween episode uh, or spooky episode not really a halloween episode we'll do a halloween episode next weekend because that's when halloween's gonna be uh, which I have lots of things planned for Halloween. Me and Bert's Chili are going to Nashville. We're going to see Pussifer. And uh, we're going to run around Nashville. We're going to get sloshed appropriately. And uh, we're going to have a great time, right? Um, so I've had, I've had a crazy weekend. This is Biscuits Buttered with Victoria Vandenberg. Uh, email me at biscuitsbuttered at proton.me if you want to cuss me out or say anything to me. Just Just send me whatever. 
I'd love to hear from you. So this is our uh, spooky episode. Um, this episode, uh, I, I, we've had a lot of stuff going on this week. Yeah. Uh, my brain cannot focus today. So as usual, and that's what this podcast is about. Me getting easily confused and off course. <laughs> so basically, you know, I've had a busy weekend, you know, yesterday I went and seen Lisa Traeger. She was great. Uh, went to Huntsville, was very feeling kind of down, feeling kind of down, but today I feel a lot better. I feel I feel up, you know, I feel like I've got my mojo back. So uh, everything's good today because I went to the goddamn Ren Fair over in uh, the Renaissance Fair over in beautiful Florence, Alabama and Wilson Park. Um, it's always fun there. And th this is like the funnest thing I think Florence does. You know, Florence... I don't know. People over in Florence have like a false sense of themselves. <laughs> you know, like if you talk to people from Florence, they'll be like, oh man, this is Austin of Alabama. <laughs> you know, and then you'll talk to other people that like, oh yeah, we're like Portland. You know, I was like, no, no, you're, you're nothing like that. You're, you know, no, like you've never been to Portland. You've never been to Austin. You, you don't know what you're fucking talking about. Like this is a boring little sleepy city. Uh, that has uh, some some good restaurants and some good things about it. And uh, it is a sleepy little city, but it, it's not a cool, hip city like some people try to make it out to be. Uh, they did just get a new bar that I hadn't been to called The Lava Room, which that looks like a really cool place. So uh, maybe it is getting a little better than it was. Maybe it's getting a little hipper than it was. But it's still not. I, I don't even want to hear it being compared to other major cities because Florence is a sleepy little town with sleepy little people that the, the highlight of their day is going down to Stag's grocery and getting a fucking biscuit. Okay. That's the highlight of their fucking day. Uh, but we occasionally do get cool shit in Florence like the Renaissance fair, which is the coolest thing in Florence because all the weirdos come out of the woodwork. We have the pagans, and believe it or not, we have a lot of we have a lot of pagans here in Alabama. I don't know if it's like this all over the country, but we have a lot. We have a pretty good bit here. The pagans, the furries, the fucking just weirdos who you know people who you know uh, keep birds. Those, those people, <laughs> those are the ones I worry about. Well, anyway, all the weirdos come out for the Ren Fair. Uh, I did want to go to Atlanta to go to the little Five Points Halloween Festival, but I wasn't able to because I was like, I'm going to go to the Ren Fair. God damn it. And the Ren Fair, you know, you get there and it's just such, it's such a wonderful thing in Alabama to have the Ren Fair because, you know, like I said, Florence is a boring, sleepy little town. But when you have the Ren Fair, all of the weirdos come out. So I showed up today in a fucking UFO shirt. <laughs> it says Roswell and it's got all these damn aliens on it. And then I had my trick or treat movie hat on. And, uh, you know, you run into people who are wearing like cloaks and chain mail and, you know, dressed like in medieval outfits. And then you have the furries because there were lots of furries there. Uh, these furries were classy furries. They, you know what? 
they changed my mind on furries because when I seen these furries, I was like, you know what? These, the, the attire they're wearing looks like it's been cleaned. And it was one furry who had another furry chained up. Yes. Had another furry chained up around the neck and was leading the furry around the rim fair. <laughs> like this is, this is really how there's lots of furries there. So, uh, these looked like good citizen furries. So maybe I falsely judged them and said they're subhuman, but these furries seemed okay. These furries seemed good. So uh, maybe my bigoted views on furries, maybe I should change those views and maybe I should actually go out and interview furries to try to understand. But, uh, you know, you had the people, you know, you had this weirdo that had like a cockatoo or parrot or something on his, and he'd just go around and, uh, maybe that's how I get friends. Maybe that's how I get friends. Maybe I get some kind of weird bird and I just walk around and people will ask me about my bird. <laughs> that's going to fix all my problems. <laughs> um, so the Ren Fair, you have got to get to the Alabama Renaissance Fair when you can. Uh, as soon as I showed up, I knew I was going to have a good time because I seen this guy, he was with his kid, and he had a gigantic turkey leg. It looked like it was like two feet long. I'm like, I didn't even know turkeys get that big, and it was just huge and massive and had a bunch of meat on it. And he was like holding it down so his... Uh, toddler could like nibble on this fucking giant turkey leg and i was like oh yeah oh yeah i'm in the right place <laughs> so me and me and uh, my dad were like food we need fucking food and boy does it fucking deliver at the renaissance fair there's plenty of goddamn food they have turkey legs funnel cakes footlong hot dogs chicken fingers uh alligator uh fried Oreos, anything you fucking want to shove in your goddamn face. I'm assuming you want to shove it in your face. You might want to shove it in your hole, other holes too. Uh, it, you know, you never know. Get the foot, you know, I remember a long time ago, there was someone I know and every time he did drugs, uh, like he would get ecstasy and he'd shove it up his ass. And I'd be like, why are you shoving it up your ass, dude? And he's like, to get the full effect. <laughs> so maybe they're shoving the shoving the fried Oreos up their ass to get the full effect. <laughs> Be tripping on fried Oreos. <laughs> uh, but anyway, you could get anything you want there. Fucking, uh, anything you can think of fried, you can fucking get at this goddamn uh, event. And uh, it's kind of disorienting. It was... Uh, it was kind of like sensory overload for me. Uh, I would walk around and I wouldn't even be able to do it because there's so much happening because people are just, they're all dressed up. They're all walking around. It's super busy. There's so there's people fucking blowing glass. There's people sword fighting. There's belly dancers. There's uh, so much going on that I, I have trouble. Every year I go, I, I have trouble handling it because it's just, so much to intake that you can't even hardly like walk in a straight line. It's so much to take in. Um, but the, the highlight of the event was the furries, uh, the furries on in chains. 
which I'm sure that they're probably somewhere doing weird, weird furry stuff. I, I don't know what to think of furries. You know, what are they? Why? How? How do you get? How do you get there? <laughs> what road do you have to go down to to like dressing up as animals and fucking? How do you get? And I don't want to step on anybody's feet, but are they doing it because they like fucking animals? Are they doing it because they just like dressing up in these costumes and fucking? I mean, there are people that dress up as clowns and fuck, which I that to me that's equally as fucked up. So maybe maybe it's just me. Maybe it's just me. Maybe uh, maybe I'm wrong. I'm gonna guess that I'm wrong, and that there it's just good innocent fun dressing up as an animal and fucking <laughs> uh all right so you know me me and dad went over there today and we looked around and did a bunch of stuff and uh then we went and you know my dad is a christmasaholic i mean he fucking loves anything christmas so we went over to kirkland's and he's like buying them out of all their christmas shit he bought a christmas tree chop uh topper Christmas tree topper. And then we go over to Sam's and he's wanting to buy. I, I'm so tired of like buying decorations and shit. I don't even, I, as much as I love Halloween, I don't even decorate for Halloween anymore. Um, and we go over there and he is pointing out all this stuff. You know, every year they make all these like Christmas decorations that you can tell will only last a year. Because they're so cheaply made. And my dad was like, look at this. Look at this snowman. We got to buy it and put it out in the yard. I'm like, dad, that's going to tear up. Like, I might not even get out, get that out of the box before. Like I told him, it's like, if you buy something, buy something that is going to last a long time. You know, don't buy this cheap shit with, you know, fucking glitter on it. Stuff like that. But I can't talk him out of it. So we have a whole garage of Christmas bullshit. You know, just stupid Christmas bullshit. And I'm wondering how many thousands of dollars is just sitting in our garage. And I'm, I just, I don't care for decorating anymore. I mean, it took me, look, just doing the regular maintenance on the house keeps me busy enough. You know, like yesterday I fucking got out there and weed eated because like the weeds were like three feet tall. <laughs> that took me all day. That took me a whole day doing that bullshit. I'm definitely not going to decorate because I have to fucking clean it up. That's why. And I don't like extra work. I think I'm one of these people I was meant to live in a condo somewhere and and just kind of, you know, pay, and, pay a fee and, you know, somebody does the maintenance for me. <laughs> I have a conspiracy theory. So we're going to go on this little conspiracy theory bent here. Oh, wait. I, I didn't. Uh, I'll save the conspiracy theory. I didn't finish all of our stories. So we, we went over there and we then after that, we went to um, Rick's Produce in uh, Muscle Shoals, Alabama. Two pumpkins. Two pumpkins at Rick's Produce in Alabama was 50 goddamn dollars. Oh, I think it was 56, actually. 56 goddamn dollars. And 
when I first got there, they had all these like ceramic pumpkins and skeleton skulls that were $60. And I remember looking at one and going, oh, I'd like to have that ceramic skull right there. That ceramic, you know, weird skull that I could put a light in, put out in the yard. Because it looked really cool, you know. It looked kind of like a Day of the Dead ceramic skull. And... I was like, I can't afford it. $60. And then I picked up two pumpkins, went in there, and it ended up being $60 fucking dollars. I was like, oh, I could have bought the fucking ceramic thing that I could have used every year. But again, that's just more shit that's going to pile up because I I have to stop myself from buying tons of bullshit that just piles up and piles up and piles up. Anyway, to my conspiracy theory. Uh... This is going to be a short podcast today because I really don't have anything planned at all. I I did know that I wanted to do a couple of podcasts where we talk about, you know, kind of Halloween-ish stuff. I noticed the drive-ins have a lot of horror movies out. There's a a horror movie called Smile, uh, which I heard was good. I'd like to go see it. Uh, Halloween ends. It's, 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 one of the drive-ins that I was thinking about going to. But we're not going to talk about that. We're going to talk about my conspiracy theory. There have been reported sightings. There have been reported sightings of people in hoods and robes in the Sipsy wilderness. People in hoods and robes, they've been described as Satanists. But here's my take on it. I don't think they're Satanists. I think that these are Druids. And I think that they're a, a, there's a Druidic order in Sipsy Wilderness. And that we need to... You need to put an offering out to the Druids. You know, they're out doing spells. They're out getting in touch with nature. Uh, they're out there, you know, doing their little incantations. You need to show some respect and leave them alone and let them do what they want to do okay there's they don't need your bullshit they don't need your bullshit coming in uh, oh I just I just want to hunt man got my fucking mails on I got all my gear that I bought at academy and uh, you're out here like being a Satanist Ugh. no leave the druids alone they're not Satanists they're getting in touch with nature just fucking leave them alone. Let them have their little fire. Let them have their little human sacrifice. And leave them the fuck alone. <laughs> Alright. So, I, 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 what's your favorite horror movie? What's your favorite horror movie? If you have a favorite horror movie, please, for the love of God, for the love of God, Email me at biscuitsbuttered at proton.me. I would love to hear what your favorite horror movie is. So we have um, one movie that I really have always loved is The Ninth Gate uh, by Roman Polanski. Uh, The thing I love about it is kind of like the way they filmed it. They kind of filmed it like a film noir type of deal. And he's got these books that were supposedly written by the devil. And he's running around like France and all these different places. And uh, there's this rich guy that's paying him to find the true the true book that was written by the devil and all this stuff. And um, 
It's just a fucking fabulous film. As you know, I love anything that involves Satanism. I love anything that involves the devil. I love anything that involves the macabre. So, obviously, I'm drawn to the Ninth Gate. (laughs) And uh, Roman Polanski, look, um, he's not a good guy, okay? Like, he did some shit. I think he fucked like a 12 to 13-year-old, something like that. He's not a good guy. But he's a great artist. <laughs> I was gonna, I'm going to be apologizing for this. Um, he's made so many goddamn good movies. You know, Chinatown, The Ninth Gate, uh, The Pianist, all these fucking amazing movies. I mean, he's a legit, insanely talented human being. But he's also sort of... He fucked a 12-year-old or a 13-year-old, however old she was, and uh, tried to get away with it. Now he's uh, having to stay in France and and uh, to, to not get you know brought back here to the States where they can crucify him. It's so weird how morals and values change, you know? Like, you know, 20, 30 years earlier, that would have been like normal behavior, like an older guy, you know, getting like, you know, a 13 or 14 year old. And, and then like in the sixties, all of a sudden it's like, or seventies, it's like, no, you can't do that no more. (laughs) It's like, all of a sudden you can't do that. Um, But apparently, I don't know. I don't know whether it was, um, he was taking advantage of her or what, but you know, he shouldn't have done it because uh, you shouldn't be out fucking 12 and 13 year olds. <laughs> you you should wait until they're old. <laughs> this sounds bad. This is getting worse and worse as I go. Uh, wait until they put a date on it. <laughs> wait until it's shelf ready. <laughs> uh uh, another great horror movie that I like is Bram Stoker's Dracula by none other than Francis Ford Coppola. Now, Francis Ford Coppola is now uh, an alcoholic wino that uh, could not make a movie uh, if, to save his life. I mean, he's he's um, just a shell of him for his former self. So, but he at one point was a great filmmaker, and he made Bram Stoker's Dracula. Uh, Gary Ullman as Dracula and, um, you know, Gary Ullman is a seducer and, uh, he goes around, uh, basically, um, I, I think this is one of my, I, I think it's, he was the, when I think Dracula, I think Gary Ullman in this movie, because this is my favorite movie. There's something about, you know, the production quality and everything, even with like some of the people in the movie that were putting, kind of putting forward bad performances, uh, uh, Keanu Reeves. Uh, I would say overall the movie was like super good. Um, and it was one of my favorites it is absolutely one of my favorites. And if you're going to watch a horror movie, watch Bram Stoker's Dracula. Um, Another uh, movie that I love is The Exorcist. There's nothing creepier than The Exorcist with the girl or Reagan with her head flying around. And then that scene where she's at the doctor and you can see that demon for like half a second. 
it just like flashes real quick and you see that demon that there's no like i used to freeze frame it in my dvd player just to see that face it is so fucking creepy seeing that demon and uh i think that's like my favorite horror movie of all time should be the exorcist it's um it's really creepy um and uh, what was the guy that is it william is it William Peter Blatty? Is that his name that wrote it? William Peter Blatty. Just like if you've ever seen an interview with this guy, uh, he's very pretentious. Hello, I'm William Peter Blatty. <laughs> you know, like he has this voice and he's very pretentious. Oh, yes. Writing. Writing is verse. It has to flow. There's If you ever get the chance... Go listen to Rants by William Peter Blatty. He's so pretentious, but he's very good. So I guess he has the right to be pretentious. Um, but uh, yeah, William Peter Blatty. He just loves to talk about how how writing should be first. It should be poetry. <laughs> I love unique people. I just love people that are fucking weirdos, and he's one of them. Um so, let's see here. We got, I wrote down a couple of things to talk about. Um, haunted places in Alabama. So, the first capital of Alabama was called Old Cahaba. And it's down past Selma, Alabama. And it is, if, if you look up pictures of it, it's just this really, really eerie place. Um... And it has, like, you see the pictures of the building, and, you know, they got the moss hanging out of the trees, and the buildings are all, like, old and dark and stained and paint peeling off and trees growing up. And th if there was ever a city in Alabama that was haunted, it would be this city, this old capital of Alabama, Old Cahaba. Uh, so if you ever get the chance, uh, give it a look on um, on uh, Google. <laughs> And uh, another thing that I don't think I mentioned, uh, we had talked about Catherine Tucker Wyndham in a past episode. Um, she has a museum in Thomasville, Alabama uh, at a community college. And uh, I never knew that. If I would have known that, I would have already been down there. But I've never gotten the chance to actually go see it. So one day, I will. <laughs> one day, I'll actually get down to it. Um, well, let's see here. Call upon the past and celebrate this night as the veil thins between the living and the dead. I don't know who wrote that, but I always love that. Call upon the past and celebrate this night as the veil thins between the living and the dead. Happy Samhain. I just love pagan shit. Ain't that wonderful? I just love pagan shit. I'm I'm an atheist that loves paganism. <laughs> I love everything about it. Uh, I guess I I should be a pagan just because it seems fun. You know, you light candles, you do little spells, you you talk about the living and the dead all the time, and you dress up kind of in goth, and you know you're hot because you're dressed in goth, and uh, that that's kind of how I want my life to be. <laughs> Uh, I um, was looking up this um, thing the other day, and I'm going to pull it up here. Um, 
Well, maybe I'll save that for another one because um, I don't have it pulled up and I don't feel like pulling it up. And as I said, this is going to be a really short podcast. Um, I have uh, some of Catherine Tucker Wenham's um, books. And one thing I noticed that if you ever seen the picture of Jeffrey, I'm wondering how they did that. I'm wondering how they faked that picture. And I don't, I don't mean to call Catherine Tucker Wyndham a liar, <laughs> but it seems so obvious that this picture is faked. Uh, and uh, hold on. Is that her in the picture? I don't know. Is that her in the picture? I suppose it is. Because I thought Frank... Uh, okay. Uh, let's see here. Oh, Catherine was skeptical about Ghost until she seen the picture of Jeffrey. Um, huh. So, okay. So... I'll just read this to you. Frankly, until we saw the photograph of Jeffrey shown on opposite page, we were skeptical about ghosts. We also were skeptical uh, skeptical about ghost books. If anyone besides our reliable and reputable author, Catherine Tucker Wenham, had brought us this photograph, our skepticism would have continued to be spirited, shall we say. Catherine has always uh, been writing for us since the first edition of Treasured Alabama Recipes. Blah, 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 blah. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, how did she fake that picture? That's another conspiracy theory of the week that Catherine Tucker Wyndham is a liar. <laughs> and then she faked all these, uh, all these stories about Jeffrey. And uh, that, that's one thing I don't understand about um, a lot of people in ghost stories. There are people here in the South that will get offended if you, um, tell a, if you add to a ghost story and what i always say is like what does it matter it's made up anyway <laughs> like fucking make the story better puff it up you know fluff it fluff it <laughs> but i actually heard a lady the other day i've uh, a lady that i've mentioned on the podcast before who uh was offended that someone there's a house in, there's a haunting in florence and she was offended that someone made up some new bullshit to go with the old bullshit. And I'm like, but it's all bullshit. <laughs> it's like, why does it matter? Oh man. Let's see here. Let's read Alistair Crowley. I just found this book. The book of the law. by Alistair Crowley. It's the book of the law. Let's see here. This book was uh, dedicated in Cairo, Egypt, between noon and 1 p.m., blah, 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 in April. All right, so the book explains the universe. Oh, my. Aleister Crowley's explaining the universe. And a bunch of weird words. This book lays down a simple code of conduct. Do what thou wilt be the whole of the law. Love is the law. Love under will. There is no love beyond. Do what thou wilt. And uh, I've read this book, um, the book of the law, and I don't, I don't understand Thelema. And I didn't realize Thelema 
um, was as big as it is. Apparently there's lots of um, Thelema temples all over the country. So I didn't know that Aleister Crowley had started uh, basically his own cult and that there were chapters all over the country. I did not know this. Okay. Uh, I did look into the, you know, I've got this book just cause I wanted to know more about what, what, what was Aleister Crowley about? That's what I was trying to find out. <laughs> and I bought that book and, uh, I still really don't know much because to be honest, it's like, he just seemed like a crazy guy who made up his own religion and now there are people that are following it. And, um, I mean, it, it, when you read it, it's like, well, this is just as legit as the Quran, right? <laughs> like, this sounds just as legit as the Quran. So maybe I should become a believer in Thelema. <laughs> That's what we're going to do on this podcast. We're going to take up Aleister Crowley's Thelema, if I'm saying that right. If I'm not, email me at biscuitsbuttered at proton.me. <laughs> um, I know th- this podcast has actually been worse than normal as you can tell uh from listening to me i have incredibly low self-esteem and i pride myself on it uh and i also every time i do a podcast i'm like oh god this is fucking terrible (laughs) every single time so just just have patience have patience i'll eventually make a point i'll eventually get around to something and the point today is that i want all of us to start a Thelema cult in our Thelema cult in our towns. I'm going to start a Thelema cult in my small town in Alabama. That way there'll be a bunch of weirdos here. We'll piss off all the rednecks and uh, they'll just be pandemonium through throughout town. There'll be fucking, there'll be historic fires and there'll be, fighting out in the streets. It would be basically civil war just because we started this weird cult and uh, we'll have a Baphomet statue dedicated in front of the courthouse for our Thelema cult. Cause now, you know, there's no separation of church and state anymore. So might as well put our Baphomet statue right in front of the courthouse. <laughs> but um, as usual, I'm getting hot. I'm getting hot because this house is very hot. And uh, I just wanted to say that I am Victoria Vonberg. This is Biscuits Buttered. And I'm ending this podcast early because I'm literally dying right now. (laughs) Uh, I stroked out last week and then this week I'm stroking out again because uh, I just, I can't handle the heat. I cannot handle the heat in this fucking house. Have a good week.